Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season four, episode five, Anywhere I Lay My Head. And if you can't tell, uh, Kelsey's voice sounds a little different because we are conducting this episode over Skype because Kelsey is very, very ill. But Kelsey, I hope you can soldier through, and could you please read us the episode summary? (laughs) Thank you. I was going to say, it sounds weird not only because this is over Skype, but also because I'm melting (laughs) out through my nose and everything's the worst, and I'm trying not to infect Holland. Um, Okay, so, summary on YouTube. Sean and Ellie's relationship reaches the next level when Sean wants her to move into his apartment. Is Ellie ready to leave her turbulent childhood home and live with the love of her life? Meanwhile, Manny takes over the Spirit Squad car wash when Paige falls ill. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. It's 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 actually pretty solid. That's pretty dead on. Um, I don't really have anything to add to that. <laughs> Me neither. Um, but the episode title is Anywhere I Lay My Head, and it's named after a 1985 Tom Waits song. Which I have never heard before, but apparently Scarlett Johansson has also covered it. And that is about the extent of the song that I know. But I guess it kind of works just going literally off the title alone. Where it's Ellie's just kind of trying to find a safe place to lay her head, I guess, in this episode. Because she's kind of hopping between an unstable environment with her mom and also trying to see if she can live with Sean and it's that's I'm kind of seeing how it can apply in that sense totally no I, I think it suits it um, I'm very amused by the fact that Scarlett Johansson tried to have a music career <laughs> she's saying in um he's just not that into you but other than that I've never heard her sing before or, like heard anything about her trying to be a musician that's the only so, yeah, that's yeah. the only instance I've heard of her singing. Because I think she even has a song on the soundtrack of that movie. I only know that because my mom had the soundtrack of that movie. I downloaded the soundtrack of that movie because it was a pretty good soundtrack. It was great. It had, like, Lily Allen and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And Keen, obviously. Yeah, oh, obviously. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we can just get into the ep. Um... It starts off with Sean and Ellie asleep on his couch and Ellie wakes up and just realizes that she accidentally slept over and it's the morning and she's freaking out. Um, She doesn't want to piss off her mom because as we've seen in the past, her mom is very unstable and she's just like crazy and needs to leave. But then Sean is like, wait, actually, you should just move in with me instead and she's like, um, what? But then also is very happy about it. And I'm like, you guys are children. How is this even a plot point? Seriously. Also, like, very casual ask. And also, he's like, maybe she fell asleep curled up next to some bottles. And I was like, wow, way harsh, Sean. <laughs> Sean makes these <laughs> references to Ellie's alcoholic mother very cavalierly throughout the entire episode. And I'm like, all right. Me, it makes me a little uncomfortable. I'm like, there's there's too much. Yeah. You need to chill. Like, you need to be a little more sensitive about the situation. But, okay. Um, also, you guys are 16. And I, I this is also just a really common plot point on these teen shows. Like, I think it happened in One Tree Hill where, like, people get, like, married or engaged or move in together and do things, like, while in the middle of high school. 
that I think at the time when I watched them, I was like, oh my God, they're totally ready for this, obviously. But now that I am like removed from high school, I'm like, how, how, how does anybody think this is a good idea? Seriously, I'm like, you are children. This is bad. And I want to talk about the fact that they thought getting a pet was a good idea. So it's just, it's just all fucking bad news. Um, but yeah, so Sean asks Ellie to move in real chill like. And she's like, I have to go home. Bye. But she's like happy about it. And then she's talking to Ellie, not Ellie, she's talking to Ashley at Ashley's locker. And Ashley's hair looks great. And she and Ashley's talking about how like her dad and her dad's boyfriend are coming to parents' night, which so I'm a little confused. Is she living with them full time? Where's her mom? Ashley. Yeah, I think her dad must just be in town with his boyfriend because her dad lives in London, and I think he's like in town. And it's like one of the first times she's like meeting his life partner as we hear him say oh yeah later. Cause, yeah because ellie's mom does say later that she talked to ashley's mom so i guess ashley's mom is still around but yeah so um ashley is like my dad and his boyfriend and i was like not crazy about the way she said boyfriend it was like oh oh my god and i was like no ashley get it together um and ellie's like well, you know, Sean asked me to move in, and Ashley, for once in her life, <laughs> solid voice of reason. She was just like, that seems like a weird idea. I don't know. Are you guys ready for that? And Ellie's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, let's, let's take a beat and think about it. I know for once, Ashley is giving pretty solid relationship advice, or at least not maybe not even advice. She's just, like, very apprehensive about this idea and is like not being too heavy-handed or opinionated and is like are you sure this is oh like a good idea okay um but then after this we switch over to the b plot of the episode which is manny is throwing a car wash to raise money for new spirit squad uniforms because Paige is sick apparently and she goes up to spinner and is being very flirty and is like hey I need your help please can you have your band play at the car wash you'd bring in so many people it would be great I can't ask Craig because it would be awkward and she just knows how to like pull all of his strings and get him to do what she wants because she's Manny and like a flirtation has begun and I'm not into it so yeah she says pretty pleased with ketchup on gravy with ketchup and gravy on top which is like the most Canadian sentence because you guys have weird fucking <laughs> choices. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm not here for the flirting at all. It, like zero percent. It makes me uncomfortable because just seeing, I think also it's a lot just seeing Spinner try to flirt. It makes me uncomfortable and I don't know why. Um, <laughs> also, when was the last time they had a conversation? Like, I feel like the last time they interacted was like, Season one, when he, like, scared her. (laughs) And made her cry. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Or maybe it was, like, in Holiday when he literally caught her cheating with Craig. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Manny. Um, Should we do Fashion Police at some point? Maybe right now? Yeah, sure. Um, I just, I feel like every Fashion Police, I'm just going to say Spinner looks worse. (laughs) Because he does. 
His hair is reaching it's crazy so levels. It's so bad. But the rest of him looks okay, but his hair is bad. Um, although he is wearing, like, a wife beater for a while. I'm, like, not here for it. <laughs> he cannot pull off the wife beater. at the. It's at the car wash, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see you in a wife beater and also getting wet. It's not. It's, like, the opposite of what I want to see right now. Yeah. Um, I am living for all of that, uh, Ellie's outfits especially her party outfit and her stud belt and she she looks good with that eye makeup on she like shows up because it's the middle of the night when her house goes on fire and she goes to sean's and she's it's like our first time seeing her not wearing eye makeup and she looks great she does look great also her hair looks really good in this whole episode it's like she doesn't have it in her braids anymore and she's not crimping it and putting purple in it. See, the thing is with red hair, like, because I'm, I'm all for colors and hair, but with red hair, you have to be, like, really specific. You can't just put, like, anything in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Manny's bright yellow, like, graphic tee that looks like she got it from Sun is blinding, but very 2005. Um, Sean is just wearing, like, a lot of cut-off white shirts and underwear like he's very much because we see him at home for the majority of this episode and it's like low-key sean outfits and he's it's not awesome he doesn't wear a beanie or in a bandana in the entire episode and i am here for that i made a note of that <laughs> he wore red at one point i was like he is switching it up um let's see um, I actually kind of liked Manny's bikini. It was cute and pink and very her. It was actually, as far as Manny goes, it was, like, super low-key. <laughs> yeah, and she I was like, even wearing, like, a baby blue baseball hat. Yeah, she, like, was very normal. Um, just, like, super chilled out. Uh, Marco is emo now. <laughs> and I'm here for it. <laughs> Like, all oh, you and your swoopy hair. Oh, it's so that, swoopy. That was the hair of an era. That was the hair of every boy I had a crush on. Um, <laughs> at the party at the end, Jay is wearing, like, a nondescript black and white football jersey, which was interesting because he doesn't seem like a sports guy. No, he doesn't. Um, but I guess it's kind of wingstery enough for him. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Um, I think that's really all I have. Yeah, that's every. I didn't take a lot of fashion notes. Me neither. Um, Paige's outfit at the end is fine. It's a little peasant toppy and too many scarves, but whatever. Yeah, the scarf around her neck was tied very tightly around her neck. It looked it almost kerchiefy. Yeah, I was. I was a little distracted. Um, I was just like, I feel like you. We probably feel like you're suffocating at this point. I was wondering if it was like a weird, subtle nod that like maybe she had a sore throat or something, but nothing like that was mentioned. No, and she sounded fine. She didn't sound anything like me. <laughs> so, so let's move on because I'm dying. Yep. Um. Then uh, she's talking to Sean and she's like, you know, She's explaining, like, you know, I I can come here, I can, like, come over for, like, dinner and movies, but I have to go home at night because I have to take care of her. And he's like, you should be with someone who, you should, like, live with someone who loves you. And I'm like, oh, he loves her. So. 
It was very sweet. I was here for it. It was so sweet. But Ellie's like, I can't leave my mom. Like, she needs me. I can't do it. Um, Which is understandable. But also, Sean loves you. He loves you. Um, So the next day, I guess, or later that day, whatever, um, they are at, like, teacher's parents' day, whatever. I think it's open house is what they're saying. Well, they changed it then because it used to be parents' day. So, <laughs> well, I think they whatever. just called it open house in this episode. Whatever that means. I think we used to kind of have that in my high school. But either way, Ellie's mother is clearly drunk mm-hmm. and a fucking asshole, like just a super dick. She is weird with Mr. Simpson and laughs at his name. I was like, cool. Um, was like making a lot of comments to Ellie's teacher about how Ellie spends all of her time at her boyfriend's house, which is inappropriate. Um, and then she like makes a whole bunch of homophobic comments to Ashley's dad. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. She was like, they're like, I think Ashley says, oh, this is my dad and his partner. And she's like, oh, partner, like in business or in figure skating? And he's like, he is my life partner. And he's like, oh, okay. Must not be nice to have a man around. My husband's in Afghanistan and it's rough having him away. And it's like, you think they're going to like have a nice moment where they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like that must be tough. And she's like, oh yeah. But do they even let you people in the military? I don't know. And it's like, Ellie's like, mom, we're leaving now. Goodbye. I'm so sorry. It's horrible. It's horrible. She says something about like, you could decorate the other side to death. I was like, what are you doing? Oh my God. I just can't even have a military. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And even at the beginning of the open house, Ellie was like rubber bands were in full force. She was stressing out about it. And it was for a very good reason because her mom was a mess. Yeah, I, I just I felt so bad for Ellie. And, you know, it's it's hard because she, she ha- feels like obligated to take care of her mom. But then... She also needs to get the fuck away from her mom. <laughs> so it's it's conflicting. So it sucks. It just sucks. It's just a shitty situation. Yeah. And then after this, they run into Sean. And she's like, oh, wait, isn't that your boyfriend? And Ellie's like, oh, yeah, I can call him later. Like trying to avoid the situation. But her mom's like, no, no, no. Let me talk to him. And then she just kind of has a confrontation with Sean and is like, um, I'm not into it. Like, stop keeping her out. I don't really remember everything that she says. But Sean's like, I really care about her. Like, do you have a problem with that? And she's like, yes, I do. And, like, walks away, basically. Yeah, he's like, I care about her. And she's like, I don't care. (laughs) And we're all like, oh, Sean. But also, like, boom, Mrs. Nash. She sucks. Also, I wanted to make a note that dad's or the Ashley's dad's life partner is pretty hot. Super hot. Well, her dad is hot, so I get it. Yeah. I get it. Oh, also, when her mom started attacking Sean, Sean, like, makes a motion to his head. Like, he knows that she is wasted. Totally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. She she doesn't have him fooled, and I feel like she... I don't know. I think Mr. Simpson was picking up on something, but he couldn't really tell. But, like, she's drunk and meeting all the teachers, and I feel like they should have an idea of what's going on. Like, somebody should have called social services. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then after this, 
We are in Craig's garage because downtown Sasquatch is practicing a really horrible song that I'm it's not bad. a fan of. It's really bad. Also, since when is Ashley in this band? I literally wrote that down. Like, when did this happen? Um, I mean, I guess they became buddies when Craig, like, inherited money on his birthday. But now it's like they're back to being, like best friends like maybe almost dating again and it's like this happened very quickly I don't understand seriously I mean I don't get like dating vibes from them not but... I mean but Ashley still is territorial of him a little bit totally well yeah but that's I mean I feel like that's to be expected yeah you know but at the same time it's like I, I guess I get it I don't know and know. yeah, so then Spinner is like, guys, we need to practice. We need to start like performing more, which is why I signed us up to perform at the car wash. And Marco's like, what? No, we're not ready. Which like, like, true. <laughs> <laughs> very true. But then uh, Spinner's like, it's not like we're opening for Kate Elric at the Dome. And Ashley like agrees with him. They're all like, all right, I guess we're doing this. And he's oh, like, my- great. Manny will be so happy. My favorite part is um, when Ashley is like agrees with him right away, and he's like, "Who asked you?" And then he's like, "Oh wait, I mean, I agree. Thanks." Yeah, <laughs> and he's also just so used to like fighting with Ashley on it. It's really funny, actually. Exactly, and then also when he's like, "So Manny will be thrilled," and then uh, Craig and Ashley are like, "Manny," and then Jimmy's like. Speaking of smoking hot, and then he makes like a weird, like, huh, like a weird noise. I know. I was like, wow, Jimmy and a props. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was doing it to like make fun of them or like that this was his real commentary. I feel like it maybe was a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So then also transitioning to something else that is literally smoking hot. We pan over to Ellie's house, and it is smoking. The house is on fire. Uh, Ellie's mother is asleep in the kitchen, having left the stove on, and it's scary and crazy, and Ellie is trying to fix things and eventually gets her mom out of the house, and it's terrifying, and poor Ellie does not deserve this. Seriously. I mean, she tries to, like, move the pot into the sink, but she burns her hand and it catches the curtains on fire. It's a whole fucking thing. And I'm like, ugh. You know, and she's just trying to get her mom out of there. And, you know, I don't think she would have moved the pot or even bothered with it. She would have just gotten them both out and called 911, but her mom wouldn't wake up. So, like, that was also her mom's fault. It was just a whole fucking thing. Like, it, it sucks. And then they're at the hospital, and her mom is like, you know, I'm already, like, embarrassed and feel bad enough about this. You don't have to make it worse. Which, like, is such, like, a weird, like, victim blamey thing. Yeah. She's like, why are you making me feel worse about this thing that I obviously did wrong? Like, oh, okay. Because it was a scary thing that almost got us killed, mother. Like, come on. And because and... you did the wrong, like, you did something. Like, it was her fault. Ugh. It makes me mad. So, and then she's like, well, you know, you'll just have to stay with, I guess it was like a friend who lives in a town that I don't Fergus know where that is. or something? I don't know sure. where that is in relation to Toronto. Me neither. Um, but she's like, why don't I just stay with Ashley 
And then she, her mom can drive me to school and you won't even have to drive me to school. And she's like, that's a pretty good idea. Like, and I'm like, oh, Ellie, so sneaky. I know. I was like, oh, Ellie, you lying liar. You're not staying at Ashley's. <laughs> no way. And I'm like, there's no way that this isn't going to blow up in her face. <laughs> but good try, girlfriend. Um, so then after this, and this, she shows up at Sean's house, who answers the door in his underwear. And she's like, so you asked me to move in or something like that. And then, so then Ellie's now staying with Sean. And the next morning, or like later, they're figuring out the details. And Sean is like, don't worry. Like, you just, your house just caught on fire. I'm going to sleep on the couch. And I'm like, Sean, you're such a perfect gentleman. It's great. It's very sweet. Also, that's so like chaste and sweet of them that they're like sex is so far off the table that they won't even sleep in the same bed together like just just sleep like you know you guys know that you can share a bed and not do anything (laughs) you can literally just sleep right um so but it's still very sweet and then we are at the car wash and guess who's here Darcy's here. She's helping out the car wash, and it's like her first episode. It's great. We literally see her once, and it's great. I'm here for it. I'm excited. And she and Spinner immediately start flirting. Like, she's only on for a minute, and she, like, like says something to him like um hello my name is Darcy and he's like okay whatever and then they like spray each other with water and I'm like okay this is happening but not quite yet because after Craig has an awkward interaction with Manny and Ashley is like um okay it's time to perform now Spinner comes over and is like if she were any more bitter she'd be a lemon and then he and Manny start like spraying each other with hoses and like flirting and it's uncomfortable very uncomfortable um yeah it's it's super awkward and weird and he makes a lemon face and i'm like what is happening right now (laughs) and craig is like clearly jealous and like staring at them which is kind of funny um it's like a whole thing i don't know and then you know uh marco is talking to ellie about her living situation and he's like, you should throw a party. And she was like, and she's like, oh, I don't know. And, and he's like, yeah, at Sean's house. You guys should do that. And she's like, yeah, I guess so. So the game plan is to throw a party. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we're and excited. It's very, and Marco is just very happy that Ellie is happy. And it's like, oh, you guys are the best, best friends. And That's then good. downtown Sasquatch plays their awful awful like reggae inspired song that i was very confused about and they're very off they're just like not in sync and it's bad and when they finish craig is like that was terrible and knows it and ashley's like i don't think anybody noticed like just keep smiling because that was the worst really bad like and i don't understand their music genre like why are they like suddenly a sublime like cover (laughs) band what is what this, is, 311? Exactly. I'm like, what is happening? Amber is the color of your energy. Get it together. <laughs> it's it's just, oh, And Craig even, like, adapts a, like, a fake Jamaican voice at one point in the chorus. Oh. I'm like, no, this, everything about this needs to stop. 
Um, and then after the song, guess who fucking pulls up in his car and decides he wants a car wash? Goddamn Rick. What the fuck is he doing? Why is he doing this? Like, stop. Just stop it. You're making it so much harder on yourself. Nobody wants to wash your car. Nobody, even if you pay, like, nobody wants you there. Like, you're bringing this upon yourself. Don't try to befriend the people who are tormenting you. If you are, like, looking for acceptance, like, look somewhere else because these people have already written you off and you're, like, making this harder for yourself. Seriously. Whatever. He's dumb. He's like, my mother wanted her car washed. It's like, so go somewhere else. Yeah, don't go to this. So it's terrible. And Jimmy threatens him with, like, a spray hose, whatever. He leaves. And then Craig takes a picture of that. I'm like, and is laughing. I was like, why would you, why? Why would you take a picture of, like, this bullying moment? He's weird. I I just, I don't understand. I feel like they shot various scenes of Craig taking pictures and having reactions and just put it where they felt was appropriate. (laughs) It was very weird. And then Manny comes over to Spinner and is like, thank you so much. Like, this was really successful. And, like, starts to give him a hug and then, like, smushes a snow cone on his back. And then he, like, chases after her again. And they're, like, fighting and whatever. And then they have, like, a weird, like, moment where they're just staring at each other. And Craig is watching the entire thing and is, like, not about it. Not at all. He he makes a very funny, like, grossed out face. (laughs) And does he take a picture not of I think he's like about to take a picture of them and then he like puts it down again. That's what I thought, but I couldn't tell if they just like I don't know, I couldn't tell. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Um So yeah, it's gross. They're gross. Um and then we're at the party at Sean's place and um Ellie looks great and she's showing like Ashley and Marco around and Marco comments on how the guacamole tastes rancid, and she's like, Sean knows it's my favorite, so he tried, and it's <laughs> sweet, and it's just very sweet, and then Sean is talking to Jay and Alex in the corner in the kitchen, which is kind of my move, so I'm like, mm-hmm. respect, I get it, um, and I kind of love, I just like their dumb, shitty friendship, because <laughs> it's like, like, didn't you guys fight in this kitchen, like, a month ago and stop being friends? What's happening? And, of course, Jay is, like, making fun of the house party, which is, like, this is the same kind of party, basically, that you guys were having before. It's just with, like, different people. <laughs> so yeah. now you're judgy. Um, but whatever. And then he starts making, like, gross comments about, like, him and Ellie, like, having sex and being dumb. Or I don't really remember. And then... Sean sees that Ellie heard, and he's like, I'm sorry about that. And Ellie's like, no, I don't even care what he said. I just don't want to go back to my mom. And then right on cue, guess who crashes the party? Ellie's mom. Seriously. And- <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I actually I have two things for before this. So at one point, Alec- Sean was talking about how Ellie's mom like basically burned their house down. And and Alex goes, ha, now that would have been a housewarming. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I was that. Like, That's horrible and it made me laugh. Um, <laughs> and then um, I, I liked that, you know, Ellie did the, like, kind of, like, walking away thing. And I, I kind of liked that Sean was like, oh, I'm sorry about the sex thing. And she's like, what? I don't care. 
Like, that was kind of refreshing because Ashley, like, so many times on this show (laughs) has just been like, you mentioned the word sex about me and, like, storms off and never talks to anyone again. And it's like, I'm over it. I'm over that fucking, like, situation. So Ellie just being like, what? No, I don't care about that. I've got bigger fish to fry was, like, refreshing. Yeah, definitely. That whole thing that happened... Like, when Craig was bragging to Spinner, like, set off the entire chain of events of the love triangle. So it's nice that it's like, oh, no, Ellie is not going to be overdramatic about something somebody else said. Um, But then her mom comes in, and she's like, oh, I went by Ashley's house, and turns out you haven't been staying there at all. Guess you've been staying here. Like, it's time to go. And she makes a big scene. And then Sean, like, tries to stop her. And then she fucking slaps Sean in the face. And I was just like, ah, I forgot that that happened. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is jarring. She full-on slaps him in the face. And she's like, the cab is waiting. Because, like, of course, she's hammered, so she can't drive. Um, So... So at least she's responsible in that way. Um, <laughs> in one tiny facet of her life. Exactly. Um, so they leave and it's like, oh, Miss Nash, you're just the living worst. And they get back to her house and, you know, it's, I don't know. Yeah. So they get back to her house and she's like, you know, this is kind of a blessing. We could redecorate. What do you think about Periwinkle for this kitchen? And, of course, we're all just, like, eye roll because she's terrible. Um, And Ellie, like, takes out her, like, she has, like, a cutting kit, which is crazy to me, but okay. Yeah. Um, But she, like, she gets out, like, her toolbox and is, like, you know, pick one, blah, blah, blah. This is what I do. This is what you make me do, which is, like, just a very refreshing to see a person just be like fuck you take ownership because that doesn't happen a lot exactly. I feel like and it's like take ownership for this thing that I'm a child and you make my life harder and it's not fair yeah and yeah she finally she comes clean to her mom about the cutting and how her drinking has led her to this and her mom freaks out and is crying and is like oh my god no like how is this happening and ellie's like you need to understand that your actions have consequences and they affect me and it's very dramatic and it's yeah like you said it's very refreshing and it's like finally ellie has stood her ground and comes clean about this totally it's pretty awesome um and then she drops her off at a... Oh, wait. You know, actually, no. Let's finish up the B-plot. Yeah. So so Manny is sitting at the dot, and Spinner comes over and is like, hey. And she's like, oh, hey. And he's, like, starting to be flirty, and she's very, like, standoffish. And he's like, do you want anything? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I'm not eating. I'm, I'm waiting for someone. Paige. I'm waiting for Paige. <laughs> and, he's, and it all, like, kind of comes crumbling down around them. And he's like, oh, yeah, we fucked up. And it's like, it's not like anything really happened, but I'm glad that they're recognizing that they were in, like, danger territory. Yeah, they were getting a little too close and flirty. And Manny's like, yeah, I think we just kind of got carried away at the car wash. Like, I wouldn't want to, like, mess anything up. And he's like, oh, yeah, totally. And then Paige comes in 
And she's like, yay, the two people I've been wanting to see the most. And she's like very grateful for Manny because they raised like $800 at the car wash and they're getting new uniforms. And she's with Spinner and she's like, oh my God, this is great. And like, he looks guilty as fuck. Seriously. Um, it's, it's rough. And then like when Paige and Spinner hug, like he makes direct eye contact with Manny, which is like <laughs> such a move. Like it happens in Grace Anatomy. Um, whenever, uh, like, McDreamy was with Addison. Yeah. And he would, like, hug her, and then, like, he and Meredith would make direct eye contact. <laughs> it's such, like, a broody, like, forced TV trope that only happens on TV. Seriously. Um, yeah, so that's the thing. And then we kind of, like, leave off that storyline. Um, and then Ellie knocks on Sean's door and she's like, here to stay for at least two months because her mom is going to rehab. Um, and it's, it's a good thing. It's a good situation. Except that <laughs> she brings a fucking ferret. And he's like, we probably should have talked about this first. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, a house needs a pet. And I'm like, Ellie, you've no idea what you're getting into. <laughs> you're already children children living alone. Like, that's hard enough. You don't need to care for another living thing. Get a plant. See how that goes. Or if, or maybe just a goldfish. Let's start. Let's take baby steps. Goldfish is great. Hermit crab. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like One of those. Yeah. Like, one of the things that I could take care of with my mom's help when I was four. Exactly. Get something like that. Yeah. And ferrets are, like, slippery bastards. Like, they crawl into tiny little holes all around your house. And, like, they can, like, escape from their cages. Like, those ferrets are hard to take care of. I've never had one. They're weasley. They're weasley. Also, they smell. Yeah. Like, like why? Why would you want them in your home? I don't know. They're actually illegal to buy in California. Which, really? Yeah, I don't really know why, but I know they're illegal to have as pets in California for some reason. Some of my friends used to work at a pet smart, and they'd have ferrets there, and I would go play with the ferrets. <laughs> but I can like, see I them like smelling. Them. They I smell think... bad, but they're so fun. They're, like, really cute. They're kind of bitey, um, and they're a little weasels, but they stink. Yeah, I think my dad had two ferrets in college. Like, it's totally like a dude college pet, like, that you could have in your dorm room or something. Yeah. I like, mean, oh, they're just so dumb. They're yeah. So dumb. This is a terrible idea. Although I do think that later down the road, we learn the ferret's name, and I love it. It's Ferret it's Bueller, so right? Yeah, it is. It's Ferret Bueller, which is amazing. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. And then the episode ends with a happy Ellie freeze frame with the ferret. (laughs) She's so happy. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, it's not going to be sunshine daisies forever, but at least we have a nice ending. Yeah. Um, Which leads me to my favorite YouTube comment, actually, (laughs) from the cat's meow one month ago. 14-year-olds getting a pet to take care of. On their own, and I'm in my 20s, unable to take care of plants because it's too much of a commitment. <laughs> Which, same. 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 I mean, I have a dog that I share, and it's mostly Marissa's dog. Yeah. It's Marissa's dog, because I can't commit this hard, but I did just pause the podcast to walk <laughs> her. So, 
you know, I, I do my part. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot. Having a pet is a lot. Yeah. I know. My sister just got a kitten, like, with her roommate, and it just sounds like just getting, like, a little baby animal, too, is a lot to just lot. start raising an animal. But, yeah. Fucking children raising ferrets. That's how the episode ends. Um, who is your spirit squad captain of the episode? Um, Ellie. For yeah. sure, Ellie. Duh. You know, she, she, like, you know, she, she tries her best to take care of her mom, but ultimately she does the right thing and, like, basically is just, like, you know, she, she owns her problem and she tells her mom, like, you know, she stands up to her, basically. Mm-hmm. And she gets herself out of a bad situation and exactly. also helps her mom get to the point where she realizes, where she goes to rehab on her own, I guess. But yeah, definitely Ellie. Ship of the episode, Ellie and Sean. Like, who else? Like, they're strong as fuck and move in together in this episode. Totally. Although, just for the sake of argument, I didn't hate. Manny and Craig. <laughs> I like, I was like, now kiss. I don't know why. I think it was just that he was like so jealous. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah. Um, moral of the episode. When you need help, get help. And if you see someone struggling for help, like, help them. I don't know. I feel like I said help 20 million times. You did. It was a lot of helping. <laughs> it was very helpful. Um, yeah. You know, um, uh, stand up for yourself. Um, recognize when a situation is out of your control and it's time to seek, like, outside assistance. <laughs> you, I totally, you visibly... <laughs> Tried not to say help. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> I was like, internal thesaurus. What do I do? <laughs> I'm not saying help again. Um, um, so yeah. that that's where I'm leaving that. <laughs> All right. So now for our grapevine segment, we have some tweets we want to read. Do you have them pulled up or do you want me to have them pulled up? Um, well, do you want to do the uh, the quiz first for yourself sure we can do the quiz so gloria um at glore tweets shared another quiz buzzfeed quiz with us that is called what would happen to you if you went to degrassi and i believe kelsey has already taken the quiz i have so all right so this is going to figure out what's your degrassi drama so i'm going to take it live again so where do you go to school um, Degrassi High. Who the fuck would choose Lakehurst? Come on. Right? I also picked Degrassi High. Um, what's your favorite class? I'm going to say English. I did, did too. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to uh, click the skipping class option. <laughs> I didn't either. I was very torn. <laughs> Pick an and extra... I was like, that's not a, that's not a class. <laughs> Pick an extracurricular activity Bible study. Yeah, um, for Darcy. Yeah, I'm gonna say school news station. That's what I did too. Oh my god, we're gonna have the same Degrassi drama. Choose someone to date. Um. Oh, I know who you picked. 
Obviously. I'm going to pick Sav. I know you picked Craig. If Sean were on here, I would pick him, but obviously he's gone. Sav is a good second choice. What's your nickname? Oh, God. Wheels, Spinner, Zig, Chewy, Tiny, or BLT? Who are these people? Um, we only know Wheels and Spinner. I have no idea. Um, oh, I think Tiny was in the next class. Oh, yeah. I think watched. I'm going to click Tiny because I'm I short. I also did Tiny. <laughs> pick an accessory. Oh, God. Oh, I know what you picked. Did you pick the studded choker? Nope. Oh, I'm going to click the beanie. I'm actually wearing a beanie, but I, I did the nose ring. Okay. Join a band. Um, I'm going to do downtown Sasquatch. Duh. Because Hell Half No Fury's not on here, or I would pick that. <laughs> Where are you going after graduation? Um, to get drunk. I'm going to do banting, because I think that's where Paige tried to go. Yeah, I did Smithdale, because I was like, that seems like a middle ground. <laughs> um, pick a non-Canadian singer. Okay. Um, Beyonce. Good call. Have you been fucking Tessa Campanelli? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to do, I can't believe I'm old enough to get this reference because I get it. I did. <laughs> All right. I got text while driving. After your parents convert to a cult-like religion and label you a suppressive person, you start living at the community center where you fall in love with a girl with a rare but treatable disease who teaches you to embrace your talent for woodworking. But you're but when you're driving to the dot, you text her you text her, tell her you've been accepted to Banting University, and your car hits a pothole. You fly out of the windshield because you're not wearing your seatbelt, and you die a tragic death that teaches a lot of young people a valuable lesson about vehicle safety. And I it shows. Imagine that you would be the sort of person that would be so irresponsible with your seatbelt <laughs> and with your phone. I know. I always wear my seatbelt when driving, although I did text and drive occasionally. But I would only do it when I was stuck in gridlock traffic. So I feel like it was okay. But And it shows a picture of somebody who is probably from later seasons of Degrassi, which leads me to believe that this happens to somebody. Yeah, I um, I got becomes a teenage parent. <laughs> <laughs> After enduring three rounds of chemotherapy, you're shocked to find out you're still fertile. Now you and your significant other, who recently dropped out of school to support their young brother once their abusive dad went MIA, have to navigate parenthood as well as adolescence. This made all the more complicated by the fact that drug dealers are threatening you, you're investigating a teen prostitution ring for the school newspaper, and your band is supposed to perform a battle of bands on Friday. I have a very complex life, apparently. <laughs> a lot going so on. So much going on. I have so much going on. And it's a, it's a picture of also two people I don't recognize. I think the one <laughs> girl's name is Jenna. Um... Because I, like, vaguely recognize her. But I feel like that can't possibly be <laughs> Something that a happens. real thing, right? I mean, Degrassi fucking goes there, so I wouldn't put it past it. It's a little excessive. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. All right. Well, those are our Degrassi fates, apparently. I die in a tragic car accident, and you become a teen parent who's hassled by drug dealers. Yeah, seriously, which is crazy because I don't want to be an adult parent. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, we have a couple other tweets. We have yes. two from my sister that is that are great, um, at Allegra Baker. 
The first one is in reference to our last episode about Rick coming back to Degrassi. And she says, Rick goes back to Degrassi because every other public school eventually shuts down and becomes Degrassi anyway. It's true. Which is very true. And then the second tweet, I just retweeted it. Um, so you can go to our profile to look at it. But it's a side-by-side <laughs> comparison picture of Jay, like, looking kind of hunky. Jay wearing Rick's gloves <laughs> <laughs> and laughing. And it, she just says, I can be your devil or I can be your angel. She actually spelled angel wrong. It says angle, but I knew what she was going for. Um, and it's great. It's hilarious. I laughed a lot when I saw it. It made me laugh. I'm still laughing. And we also got a tweet from our friend Rebecca Seaman at Bex Grace. Um, I have such Emma conflicts this season because she's gorgeous AF, bangs and style are great, but also an annoying, terrible, selfish human. Which I think really, True. like, just summates Emma's whole deal <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. She's very privileged white girl trying to like take on issues out of her league yeah and we also got a tweet from trisha at tb trisha tee um there's a deleted scene that said that terry moved to private school and he wasn't formally charged or something i might be wrong about the second part um good to know at least we know that terry like is actually doing a thing because in my brain she's like still in the hospital so i don't know (laughs) Yeah, nice to know she's moved on and is, like, living a life. Yes. But still sad we, like, never actually see what happens to her. Because it was a deleted scene for some stupid reason. Um, But that is all the grapevine we have. I do want to give a shout-out to Thomas. Because um, he has been sending us some mini fan fictions to our email that are way too long to read. But we enjoy them thoroughly, and thank you very much. They're delightful. Thank you, Thomas. They brighten our day. I also want to give a shout out to someone who I think has been binge listening to us on SoundCloud. Um, Your name on SoundCloud is Amethyst Beloved. And you've been leaving lots of interesting comments on all of our episodes, kind of reacting. And I'm glad that you like the show. And once you catch up, we can start having some conversations. Um, If you would like to be featured on the Grapevine segment of our podcast, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod, or you can find us on Tumblr at whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com, or you can send us an email at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud um, if you just search for whatever it takes. And leave us comments on any of those episodes. You can also find us on iTunes and just search it in the search bar, whatever it takes. And if you're on iTunes, you can rate and review us. And if you leave us a review, we will make a beautiful mini fan fiction for you. And it's always wonderful. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Hollandtacular. You can follow Kelsey at Kelsex with a Z on Instagram and Twitter as well. Yep. It's great. Um, so I'm going to go because I feel like garbage. Do you want to recommend something? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. I'll recommend um, Drunk History. Love all it. I did yesterday was lay in bed and watch all four seasons of Drunk History. So that's what I'm going to recommend because it's kind of perfect. 
That sounds awesome. I have been lying in bed and watching Once Upon a Time all weekend uh, because I like I will periodically binge it and then not watch it and then catch up and binge it again. Um, So I recommend Once Upon a Time. Fairy tale creatures come to life. It's great. Fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. All I did yesterday was watch Drunk History and all I've done today is watch Say Yes to the Dress. Oh my God. I love watching that show. Yeah, utilizing the fuck out of your Hulu account. <laughs> you know what I actually like better than Say Yes to the Dress? Say Yes to the Dress Bridesmaids Edition. I love Say Yes to the Dress Bridesmaids, and I actually, my all-time preference is Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta. Oh, yeah, but, because Bridesmaids but, happens in Atlanta, right? It does. It's my favorite. They're my favorite cast. But my issue is that Say Yes to the Dress is the only version on Hulu. Oh, that's annoying. I know yeah. I know they, that Say Yes to the Dress, Bridesmaids, and Regular used to be on Netflix, but for some ungodly reason, they took it down. I know. I'm very upset about it. I've missed the Atlanta version. I don't know where to find it. <laughs> TLC.com? Oh, yeah. That's a good call. I could try that. All right. All right. <laughs> now we've just evolved into talking about Say Yes to the Dress. I'm going to go take a nap. Yes, you should. I You need to recover for the... Halloween week is next week. We got to recover for that. I know because we're going to go do Stranger Things things. Yeah. And Heather's yeah. things. And Heather's things. All right. We got to right. go. Thanks Bye. for listening, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.